It's that time again. Roll those d20s for me. Nine. Five. Four. (laughs) Wait, am I the highest? So far. Pat, what'd you get? I got a 14. Oh, never mind. Second highest. All right, Ryan, in your slowest, deepest voice, tell us what happened on the last episode of Dice Populi. <laughs> okay, I think that I can I can do a, like a half decent Bob Burgers. I think I could, I could just like, go get a real deep like. Um, so what happened was Linda. there was a a bad ship that was an enemy of our ship. So we decided that we should eliminate that ship. My compatriots, my sword brothers and sisters my friends decided that they were gonna go on the other ship and handle it like normies they were gonna go fisticuffs and spells and flames and daggers when i realized the true victory of this can be gained through uh becoming a whale uh at 120 feet and crashing into this ship with with you just, just the help of gravity, gravity and a little magic using God's God's own gravity to help me. Um, and that's what I did. And I destroyed the ship. And then we 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 murked some archmages. And I think that was it. Jesus Christ. OK. OK. So, yeah, here we are just to, for some specifics about the state of what's going on. Cult is still an enormous whale. Um Half the ship's crew is dead. The other half is in the water. Jetta jumped off, calls back, and it landed in the water. Maeve is in a form of a dolphin. She's about halfway between the friendship and the Uxbridge, the decimated ship. Uh, and she saw Jetta land in the water. Jerry and Locke have just sort of stabilized the ship after being knocked off kilter when Bottle Brew blew in a call saying, Hey, chatter is lighting up the airwaves here. Mage Lords are very pissed. So if you wanted to lure them in, you have succeeded. You don't have long. So that's it. You guys are still very close to Farpoint. You're not very far off the shore. The island still looms large uh, behind you, and the tear even further behind it. Uh, Locke, we left off on your turn, and here I'm going to drop the initiative order that we had last time. This is sort of free action territory, as all the enemy characters have been incapacitated. And what remains of the Mage Lord ship is taking on water. Uh, at an exponentially increasing rate uh, as the center portion of its hull is missing the top half and it's just it's just filling the hold and this thing the uxbridge is no longer um lock what do you do as we ended the last episode i was i was about to try to start helping jerry right the ship and and head towards our friends um so i guess i would be doing that okay Jerry overheard the call you just had with Bottle Brew, and as he coordinates with you to to to, to you know spin the steering wheel, get the rudder pointed the right way, uh, maybe furl up the sails a bit. It, you can do that just to make sure you're not fighting the wind to get back to the X Bridge. Uh, Jerry just sort of chats you up and says, "Hey, um, so it looks like we got their attention based on what the captain said. Um, how long before you think they get here?" If you'd like to roll any sort of nature or history to make that deduction, you may. Yeah, I guess let's go history. Okay, uh, you think back to the various iterations of the map that you've seen of this area, uh, and you know that Farpoint is about, you're maybe 30, 50 miles from the small belt, like the belt of islands that comprise the center of the Badlands. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be maybe like if these ships can go like 100, 150 miles per day and you're 30 some odd miles away, it's going to be a couple of hours. But I mean, you also can't go that much faster than them. So you have a couple hours head start before they get like an entire fleet essentially converges upon mm-hmm. your location. Okay. I like that you didn't even make me roll for it. Shit. Could you roll? <laughs> I, got I, an, thought I, <laughs> I got an unnatural 20 anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll fix that in editing so I don't sound like an ass. Here, um, I'll, I'll tell you. I got an unnatural 20. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Now I don't sound like an ass. Okay, um, let's see here. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I will relay that information to Jerry. Tell him that we've got a couple hours uh, before shit starts to hit the fan. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to start rowing as long as we're pointing in the right direction and hopefully we'll be able to grab those people and get the fuck out of here. After a few moments Jerry manages to get things situated and with the thrust of your oars you make your way towards the Uxbridge at a reasonable speed. The closer you get to it the more you can hear the screams of the survivors all trying to find different pieces of the ship to cling to looking for anything that will keep them afloat Uh, knowing that it could be a long time before anyone comes to their rescue. And in fact, if you get too close to any of them, they're absolutely going to try to board your ship. None of them are really in a position to attack, but, um, I mean, the friendship is maybe their only salvation at this point. There are some obvious obvious Mage Lord officers, but there are also a bunch of just crew folk that may have been recruited from various islands just to have some food in their bellies. Just to help paint this picture too, you will see the whale that is stuck on between the ship just madly flailing its tail at everything that comes that it can and yeah, trying the, to bite on any survivors. There is uh, a loud, deep boom that is just like repeatedly pulsating out from the ship as Cult the Whale groans uh, in, like, vociferous energy as it tries to throw everything off its back. I almost said anger, but I think Cult's having maybe the best day of his entire life. And the... Again, just to reiterate the scale here, this ship that you're talking about is maybe, like, 100, 120 feet long. This whale is 52 feet long, so it's basically, like... A ship and a smaller ship are just like stacked on each other like a plus symbol. Like it, it's if you looked at this from the top, it would just kind of look almost like a crucifix. It's 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 just a staggeringly large creature sinking deeper into the ocean. Uh, so I assume that you're going to try to stay out of the way of any anybody that might try to clamber on as you make your way toward the ship. But you also don't see Maeve or Jetta. They don't see a dolphin swimming in the. Uh <laughs> swimming in the ocean. <laughs> is your fin like poked up above the water? Uh, I probably would try to be discreet if I'm being honest. But Then no. I would say in all the mayhem, they do not see you. Jetta's just kind of flailing in the water. She knows how to swim, but like, you know, considering she just got thrown off well, it, uh, yeah. you know, she's kind of panicking right now. Not to mention you almost got your head blown off by a couple of archmages and you don't really know their status. Um, yeah. So Jetta, you... You are floating maybe a couple feet below the surface of the water, trying to gather your wits. Maeve, it's around this time that you, if you choose, could be close enough to reveal yourself to Jetta. What are you doing in the chaos? Um, I am probably going to uh, continue making my way towards the ship, uh, trying mm-hmm. to avoid any of the uh, victims of the whale assault. 
and eventually if, if I can't make my way to Jetta and just kind of stick my head out of the water and just start like chattering like hey, 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 kind of thing yeah so Jetta is fully submerged so I think that you can discreetly make your way to her okay there then, are, I, then I'm gonna get yeah. get under Jetta and just kind of like get up to the surface okay Jetta, Maeve, uh, in the form of a dolphin, approaches you. You do not a immediately recognize. <laughs> yes, you do not immediately recognize this as Maeve. But uh, in the middle of all this, uh, after being thrown off a whale, a dolphin uh, starts rubbing up against you. So Jetta, you know, doesn't really matter if she recognizes this dolphin or not. She needs help, anybody's help. So she reaches out to the dolphin for help, you know. And I'm guessing like you get under me and yes. like. Yes, I'm basically lifting you up to the surface. Once I get the mare, I'm like, oh, oh thank the gods. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just coughing up water. Maybe do you do anything to, like, identify yourself? Or is Jetta just, like, happy there's a dolphin? Do you I'm say, like, get- ah! Or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. I already did my uh, SpongeBob chattering noise. You once. did, you did. I'm going to recycle okay. that. Okay, um, recycling here. Hey, hey, hey. And that's it. And then I'm going to dive back in the water and I guess see what's good. Okay. I think that it's pretty easy for you to make your way back to uh, the friendship. Uh, Jetta, I would oh, like no, you no, to no. make I a... Want, I want to stay within the vicinity of, um, oh, okay. of whatever ship this is. All right. Yeah. So you stay near the, the collapsing hull of the Uxbridge. Cult, you're a, you got a great big body. What are you doing? Um, Between trying to thrash as many survivors as possible. I am also trying to wiggle myself free of, of my, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Of my uh, boat prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have you make a strength check for me. Ooh, I'm actually like, I'm stronger than Locke, I believe. W- wait, no, this- yeah, Locke, what's your strength? Excuse me, I'm 30. Oh, shit, you are stronger than me. It's 27, bitch. Yeah, yeah no, so uh, I would like you. To, this is going to be high. This is going to be high. Um, go ahead and uh, roll a strength check for me. Ooh, that's a five plus an eight, which is 13. I wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Tell me what you do with that big fat whale. And you are going to wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And the ship sort of shudders underneath you. You feel it crack even more deeply, the the bits of the hull and the hold beneath you, um, causing the sides of the ship that are like sort of pressing on you to split down more. So there's there's less pressure, but you are still sort of wedged in a way that you can't fully escape. So you have definitely hastened the sinking of the ship and you feel water rising up the sides of your body, but you're still sort of stuck. Well, I'm just gonna keep on struggling with it. Maeve and Jetta, you can see that the ship is now sinking faster, and uh, small waves begin to pulse out from the giant wriggling cult, uh, making it harder to stay still in the choppy waters. Uh, The friendship approaches rather swiftly with Locke and Jerry piloting. Okay. Um, Hey, over here. Help. What what is the status of other people in the water? Is there anybody nearby? Mm -hmm. There are lots of people nearby. There was a crew of around 40, half of which are dead. The rest, you'd say maybe half of the survivors are on the side of the ship. So there are at least 10 individuals surfacing, grabbing on the driftwood, crying, trying to rally, trying to stay away from the whale. Uh, Some even trying to get back on the ship because hey, it's the closest thing they've got to survive. It is absolutely scattershot. Um, And you can't go more than 20 feet without finding a survivor. Mm, Okay. 
I think I'm still going to be super secret dolphin in the water and just kind of recon mm-hmm. things out. That makes sense. Lock, your ship approaches the uh, rustling and bustling Uxbridge, and I'm going to say that as you get closer and closer and the, the density of survivors increases, you're going to have people trying to climb on board. At least two people try to climb onto the, uh, the port side of the ship. Uh, as you row toward the Uxbridge. And they're saying, Please, have mercy! I just did it to feed my family! And there are clearly archmages in the water distantly that have no such pleas of innocence, but there are panicked people trying to get on your ship. Uh, I will row faster. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm going to have the two folks trying to climb onto the side make a uh, strength save to hold on. That is a 14... I'm going to say that fails, and that is an eight. I'm going to say that also fails. So, would please to help us, like, it's like, hey, I was just following orders. That's a good excuse for, and then the bodies splash <laughs> into the water as the ship lurches forward again. Uh, even though you are head down mission first, you can see Jerry in front of you is, is not very chill with the situation. He's sort of like looking around, not just scared at the danger, but concerned and conflicted about how to handle the tons of people that are going to die without intervention. Um, and he doesn't say anything yet, but as he looks around, you can see the consternation on his face. Uh, what does everybody else do as you convene near Cult? Uh, I think we don't see the mage lord, or the, not the mage lords, the arch mages on top of the whale anymore, correct? They've all been, uh, two of them were thrown into the water. Uh, another one was dangling from Kalt's mouth. You could have, uh, Kalt, are you still hanging on to the dangling archmage that you severely injured? Oh, 100. Like, no doubt. Okay, so yeah. So, Maeve, with your ocean-friendly eyes over here, you Mm -hmm. can see the the gray and red robes of a few archmages dribbling in the water, uh, but you do not see the third. Okay. Um, This is still then a very dangerous situation to me. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. stick my head out of the water just start mm-hmm. kind of screaming and chattering a bunch and then okay. head back towards the um, the friendship. Okay. You do that. As you emerge, the uh, the head of Jetta also emerges from the water and you get a nice big breath of fresh air once again. Uh, but this does obviously draw the attention of anyone around you. So folks clinging on to Driftwood start screaming like, Hey, take me with you! What do you mean, where's my dolphin? And they're all sort of just like l- reaching out. Again, anything to get them out of this horrible situation. There is another Mage Lord ship not far back, but they're taking water and it might be a little bit before their lifeboats can get to you. So as you do this uh, and make your way to the friendship, Jetta, hands reaching out at you, uh, please make a dexterity save as a couple of folks try to grab onto you and get your ride. 15. 15 beat all of the rolls I just did. So you feel the fingers brush against your clothes as people scream and uh, and try to reorganize themselves. Uh, but you do safely make it back to the friendship as Locke continues to lurch the boat and swing oars whenever anyone tries to get on board. So far, no stowaways, but that could change. Um, at this point, Cult, do you do anything in particular? Hmm. Does it seem... So, like, how... Does it seem like all the survivors are, like, massing forward and gonna, like, swamp the boat? No, but there's a cluster, maybe five or six of them, that are trying to make their way to it, as seeing it as their only escape. Hmm. I'm gonna try and wiggle free from this boat again. Okay, uh, make another strength check. 
Let's see. That is uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a fifteen. It's a fifteen. Okay. Uh, you at this point feel the cracking of the ship and begin to time your wiggles uh, in a way that would take advantage of these. And as you can hear the creaking of wood about to snap, you lurch your belly downward, and the Uxbridge, once a single vessel, is now two. Each half breaks off around you, and you are dropped into the water. Everybody around you is caught in the shockwave. So, Locke and Jerry, I want to make deck saves. Everyone in the water is going to make a deck save with disadvantage. So, look for the Archmages. Did I do that yet? Crap. I'm going to so set Dolph- the DC for this at, at, uh, at 13. Dolphin with disadvantage? Dolphin, you get a regular. Evens out. Okay. Dolphin, 15. Okay. Jerry got a 15. Jetta. 14. Uh, lock. What is your deck save regular? It is a 14. So everybody in the party saves against the shockwave, and those that were trying to get close to your ship are pushed even further out into the sea. They do see, once again, that there are more Mage Lord ships behind them, so it's maybe not as dire as it first seemed when a whale fell on them, but they are obviously still panicking. Uh, I was going to have the Archmages roll an attack, but they were... They also failed and were pushed further out to sea by the shockwave. Colt, you are now free willy. You are a whale in the water. You can do whatever you would like. Uh, Maven Jetta, do you re-embark upon the friendship? Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I guess I'll okay. unpolymorph and be like, Jetta, it was me the whole time. And then <laughs> um, start hey, working my way up. Thank you. <laughs> Still coughing up water here. Just... I'm, I'm, I'm done. I want this to move on. Uh, whole, okay, from, guys. I want us to move on from the whale situation. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Dad's still a whale, so I don't know how far we can move on from that. Are we going to do anything about these people or, or what? As Jerry says that, one of the mage lords just goes flying into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> The, yeah, so as as he asks, uh, like, are we going to have a moral compass? Gonna be honest, I just want to go. Can can we just tell Colt to turn back and we can go now? Just, I've had too much. Locke, you do know that, like, your your plan to get attention from the Mage Lords was successful. Mm. Um, Maeve, uh, Maeve, when Jetta just says, I just want to get the fuck out of here, Jerry's going to look at you, like, wide-eyed. Like, you guys have gotten along pretty well. But this is kind of this is his first rodeo, and he's looking to you for answers. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like we should try to help. Like maybe not push them off the side. Like how many of these people are here of their own will? You know. It, the longer we stay here, the more likely it is we're gonna get caught. Okay, well we're still waiting for a freaking whale to get on board. I, I guess <laughs> there's like the whale yeah, like emerges, <laughs> emerges from the water as you say that and you know blouse like a blow spout uh, and then you know big eye looks up at you are you waiting for me you either need to get on the ship or you need to start swimming the way that we're going because we can't stay here and then with a disgusting pop the <laughs> whale is just gonna like explode <laughs> And out from and out from all the viscera and such, uh, a very dirty cult will uh, will start to climb onto the boat. Well, that was a whale of a time. <laughs> just go ahead. You know, just face first. Uh, on, the, on the ship, just 
she needs a nap. Jerry, Jerry's gonna crank the wheel around to to spin spin you guys facing south, and is gonna say like, "All right, I mean, Locke says we got maybe a couple hours before the rest of the fleet comes down on us. Uh, where, where, where are we going?" Uh, I mean, the same place we were always trying to go in the first place. The moist hole. Uh huh. I mean, well, I mean, first we were gonna meet up with the. Uh, what were you planning again to meet up with the? Uh... So the plan, the plan was to lure the mage lords down to the cave area where the dragon's supposed to be, so that the mage lords can engage the ghost rider fleet, leaving you guys free and clear to enter the cave. That was your plan. So you have the fleet knows that you are here. The fleet does not know where you're going, and I'm going to say that would that would occur that would occur to the group. If anybody feels like they want to voice that or tackle that problem, but I mean, okay, you have nobody I, chasing you now. I have an idea. So okay. um, we leave the people here, and then the mage lords will probably rescue them. But do we have um, luck? What is the what is the um, the black tides flag look like? Have we established that, or I don't know that we have. I think it was just a black flag. I can just okay. have uh, the crows tell them it's where a black we're going. flag. It's a black flag with like a, a wave on it. There we go. Okay. Um, okay, let's let's put something up so they see who did this and then all the people are like, Oh, it was a black tide, they went that way. And boom, now the mage lords will know where to follow us to. I'll just have some crows like, you know, fly overhead of the uh, other people and be like Black Tide, Black Tide Moist Cave, Moist Cave. So, uh, uh, Maeve, if you want to add a flag to the equation as, like, a calling card, do you have anything on the ship that could serve as just a large black flag? Jerry, where are your rags? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm wearing what's left of them. I, don't, I have a bit of a skin condition in that I don't have much. Okay. Um, well, you guys get the, get the ship running, and I'll, uh, I'll make us a flag that's super scary, and it'll okay. say Black Tide on it. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, grab a scrap of clothing from wherever. Um, I assume there's somewhere that isn't necessarily on Jerry. Um, mm -hmm. And then I will cast creation again to create a, uh, a giant <laughs> on one side. It is a, it is a black flag with like the, um, the black tide emblem on it. And on the mm -hmm. other side, it'll say it'll uh, a black flag in white Comic Sans font that says Black Tide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after a few minutes, you successfully create this, and uh, the remaining crows from the flock of familiars pick it up and drop it over the over the, the shattered hull of the Uxbridge. And shrieking Black Tide on the wind, everybody knows for sure who <laughs> launched this attack. Lifeboats are beginning to dispatch from the damaged ship a few thousand feet behind you. So mm. there is a rescue underway, but you are free and clear to disengage. Uh, as you know, the mage lords know who they need to find. Perfect. That's, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. That's Matt saying that, not necessarily in Maeve's voice, but. Okay. I'm going to say that we skip ahead a few hours. At this point, you can presume that the site of whale destruction has been swarmed with mage lords that now know they must hunt the black tide they don't know ghost riders they don't know the cave but if they want to get to the black tide they're gonna have to sail by here anyway it seems like a safe bet that your plan is going to pay off uh, the friendship 
Uh, as the sun begins to dwindle, cresting down in the afternoon sky, you have rendezvoused with the Liberty on the inside edge of this enormous, enormous bay. And by enormous, I mean literally 50 miles in, 20 miles across. It is a massive inlet, a gigantic horseshoe of an island. And you can see uh, the sort of hilly, uh, hilly horizon at its southern border where you expect an entrance to the dwelling of Lee the Dragon to be. Unfortunately, there's also a fleet of Black Tide somewhere in there. As you all re-embark the Liberty, Dennis greets each and every one of you. And they say, I take it your distraction, uh, your gambit was successful. Uh, yeah, it went really well. <laughs> yeah, it was a whale of was, a time. When you say whaley well, I would have said really whale. That's Jerry saying that? Yes, that's Jerry. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Way to one-up me, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I'm gonna go to sleep. Let me know when <laughs> we start yeah. going, going to the moist cave. Uh, I believe that the uh, the colloquial terminology for this place is Godwind Bay, but if you insist upon calling it a moist cave, you may do so without my participation. Uh, we did manage to scout the area, and uh, frankly, it is it is a marvel that more is not known of this place. I expected to find a series of shorelines like any other, but instead, the entire area is full of dense tropical foliage, many palm trees, many vibrant reefs sw swirling with wildlife. Uh, upon investigation, there are black tide forces hidden amongst them, but this seems to be an oasis in a rather dangerous land in which we dwell. I suppose we simply have to wait for the mage lords to come and decimate it, as they always do. Um. Well, I mean, what's really stopping us from getting closer? At this point, the concern is that if we approach the uh, the cave at the foot of Godwin Bay, that we will be engaged by the Black Tide forces. If Tony Lyons is to be believed, they may not be willing to negotiate passage. I suppose we can, may decide as a group whether that would be appropriate action, but I'm not willing to put the lives of my crew at risk just yet. Well, I mean, that's, that's to be expected. You're a good um, captain, wink, wink. Um, I mean, what's stopping us from just, like, taking a ship and, you know, maybe not necessarily going all the way in the bay towards, like, where we think the, the damp cave is, but, like, maybe go a little somewhere else on the island and explore and, you know, maybe there'll be more clues about this Lee the Dragon. Or maybe we could find that crab's family. It, it is worth noting that the Liberty is a rather notorious vessel amongst the Mage Lords. Um, it would be prudent for us to perhaps hide this ship. If you would like to take the friendship in whatever form you deem appropriate or disembark onto the land, that is certainly within your right. I would take the opportunity to hide this ship amongst the rocks as best as I can. Well, because like, if we're on the Liberty or the friendship or whatever, we're just in the middle of the bay. And then the mage lords show up on one side, and then the the black tide or ghost riders they come out of the cave. We're kind of surrounded, right? Dennis nods, like oh, that's a good point. So like that's why maybe we should get closer to the island. I don't know. She's gonna look at uh Mr. Call mm -hmm. or uh Mr. Locke. Sorry. I think the whole plan was to let the conflict or, or all of the, the chaos outside be the distraction so that we would be able to get in and out unnoticed. Uh, 
I mean, she's got a point, though. If we can, like, get halfway there now, if there's, you know, might make it easier on the other side instead of having to go through a, a war zone. And uh, as he has Vietnam whale flashbacks. Yeah, I guess if, if we don't have anything better to do, I guess it makes sense to, to get closer, yeah. Um, how long would it take to get close to the island, Colin? You are already at what I would say is the northern tip. If you look at a map, again, it's like a giant horseshoe kind of at a 45 degree angle. You're at the northernmost tip. Uh, for you to make your way significantly inland, I mean, it would take maybe like a half hour to sail halfway up this sort of thing if you wanted. If you want on land, you're talking like a 50 mile trek to get to the cave. So at that point, that's maybe like a day or two of walking. So at that point, don't know if it would sync up. So I'll say that Jetta's map is taken out and you guys are able to sort of square these distances. So with a fast vessel, yeah, you might be able to make some serious progress in the next hour or two before uh, the Mage Lords show up. Certainly not all the way, but a decent chunk. Okay. Um, I say we tide pied it up, we keep a low profile, and then head a little deeper into the bay and then work our way across the land a little bit. Uh, just get a little bit closer. We have the setting stones. We can talk with the Liberty. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Maeve, you pose this plan to the crew. Bottle Brew comes marching on up and he says... All right, I uh, just spoke with Zula, and it seems as though we have company inbound quite surely, Dennis. We're going to need to find a place to tuck away this rather massive beast upon which we sail. Do y'all know where you're going next? Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Lock, any objections? Nope. Okay. Uh, then Jerry is just going to sort of like a little more timidly than normal step kind of towards Maeve and Lock, kind of away from Cult uh, as the group uh, gets situated, uh, forms the friendship into a tide pod, and prepares to disembark. Are there any last-minute things that you'd like to do, say, before you separate yourself from Liberty for the remainder of this mission? This uh, is the kind of, no. like, make sure you save your game <laughs> prompt at the end of the campaign. <laughs> nah. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> fuck it, so, we ball. Uh, Dennis helps in, uh, ensure that you guys have some food supplies, uh, get, gets you guys a few things packed up with some of the crew around the ship, most of whom you guys have come to have come to know sort of casually. So there's like some nods and some handshakes and some farewells and stuff. Uh, but it is Bottle Brew that steps over to the crew and says, I have had such a perplexing time with a lot of you over the last year. I made... Such a determined mission to to map these lands, to give people the support and the tools they need to survive the Mage Lord interference, and ideally cross the terror to get back home. But it seems as though uh, I needed help as well, and I appreciate all of that that you had given to me. I've seen such wonders and gotten to know such strange, strange individuals. Looking at Cult and Jerry most directly, and. Uh, I hope this doesn't sound too final, but I i must admit I am afraid that an interaction with a dragon may not go as well as one might hope. Um, and it, he's going to check one of the sending stones to ensure that he can get in touch with you. And you hear the, the crackling on the sending stone in your in your pocket. I'm, I'm glad Maeve. you figured out how to turn on the sending stones this time. <laughs> Listen, I'm skilled in many, in many fields, so... You, you managed to fill in some of the, the rare gaps in my knowledge, small as they may be. <laughs> Risks come with the job. We know what we're getting into. 
<laughs> That's true. I suppose you've already lost two members of your crew. I mean, technically, one and a half. Not to, not that you're half a person, Jeddah, but there was... There, uh, anyways, um... He takes his hat off. Uh, even though you've stolen many hats from him, he seems to have a never-ending supply, and his bald, bald head reflects the, <laughs> the waning sun uh, into your eyes as you, you squint, and he's, uh, and he's like, I'm... Uh, I'm not much of a speech giver, so I simply want to say thank you, because for all the troubles that have followed in our wake, I believe that we are for the first time in a thousand years on the precipice of really helping the people in these lands. That would not be possible without you. After all, these spirits have been in play as long as the terrors have been alive, awake, whatever they are. But it took people like you to really seize the day and try to solve the problems that everybody else was content to ignore. And I think, I think that's quite admirable. I sincerely hope you emerge safe and sound so we can continue this work together. Thanks. Yeah, I know that that was a great speech and you're welcome. To a better tomorrow. And he, he dons his cap once again. And uh, let me actually roll a little, a little wisdom save here. Uh, you see a tear escape his eye as uh, it seems you've made a more indelible impression upon this cantankerous captain than you may have assumed. And, uh, and, and he sort of starts to walk away. Captain Shellwick Bottle Brew, uh, amongst his many lies and his many interventions, uh, has proven a steady ally here as you just tried to figure out how the hell to stay alive, stumbled on this quest. Uh, but he begins to, to rally his ship as you guys reform yours into the Tide Pod and prepare to leave. Do you want to say or do anything else? You know, it'd be really funny if he was like the dragon in disguise, like the whole time. That like, would be. We were hilarious. just making fun of the dragon and just calling him bald, like for a oh, while now. You know what we should Ooh, check? Like the whole that world would be in, would it'd be in so much trouble. Hard. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I forgot one, oh, yeah. one last thing. As uh, Bottle Brew comes oh, marching no. back over. God damn we it. should definitely check the dragon's ass when we find it. If it's voluminous, <laughs> we will have a clue. What is it with you and the asses of everything? I'm an ass man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bottle Brew is gonna, <laughs> Bottle Brew is gonna lean down to Maeve and say, uh, I, I know you spent more time on this ship than most, and I am so proud of the of the young woman you have become and the captain you have formed into. And he is going to take off his hat once more and hand it to you and, he's, and just say, I got plenty more, but as far as I'm concerned, there is no finer captain on these waters that I would sail with. Uh, aye aye, captain. I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> and you you take the hat, do you, do you don it? Oh, hell yeah. You throw on one of uh, Captain Bottlebrew's hats, the very first given away voluntarily, as you are now in the eyes of one of the greatest pirates in the land, the captain of the friendship, recognized as you disembark. Off the table, but like, that hat should like, give like a little bit of a buff just for like, because it's a significant item, just. I, I'm very content to say that, uh, that Bottle Brew's hat will give, uh, a plus one to uh, charisma checks and saving throws, if you want to put that down, Matt. Oh, baby. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, and we're in the end game. I think that's that's totally fair. So I'm just going to give a little salute to them. Jer Jerry's going to look at Jetta doing the salute, 
and is gonna just sort of mimic it, trying to match the stoicism, saluting, and it's, and it's like, uh, hey, um, hey guys, I don't wanna say anything, cause like, it, and he's kinda awkwardly trying to figure out how to like say goodbye and stuff like that, and I don't wanna ruin it any more than he did, but, um, I have been shedding a lot, and I, I just, there's like a giant pile of dead skin downstairs. I'm talking like easily a foot tall downstairs, because Dad did not clean it up like they wanted him to, so kind of low-key hope we don't bump into them again, because that'd be really gross and awkward. Yep, that would be really gross and awkward. Next opportunity we get, we'll get you like a bunch of, bunch of scarves and garbs and stuff, just cover you just wrap you well i mean at this point i'm i'm basically i'm almost out of skin so there won't be a touch oh we're about to be trapped underwater huh there's not gonna be much place for that to go never be ashamed of yourself or your appearance you are beautiful my son you say that but weren't you just making fun of that guy for being bald and having a fat butt never bald but yes fat ass but luckily for you yours fell off quite a while ago so i won't make fun of that hmm so i get so by ass man, do you mean bony ass? No, 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 that's what I mean. I, I, your lack of ass, is, it's nothing to me. Oh, uh, okay. He's saying this as as you guys are climbing down the ladder and you shut the hatch of the Tide Pod uh, above you and submerge into the water. So are you planning to simply try to skirt the coastline? Are you planning to, uh, to actually like get to a point and get on the land? Uh, how do you want to approach the situation? What I had in mind was staying relatively c- close to the coastline. Um, so under the, the guidance of Maeve sitting in the captain's chair, the tide pod uh, swiftly and quietly skirts under the surface of the water. And as you get closer and closer to the cave itself, Dennis's description really seemed to undersell what it is you're seeing. Uh, the sunlight bouncing through the surface of the ocean is not just sort of like the nice blue crystalline light that you're used to seeing through the portholes on the ship. You are observing just a vast array of colors, not just because the light is split into a rainbow, but because these depths are lined with so much life. There has not been a place in the Badlands, in either Narenial or on the mainlands that any of you have seen that was so flush and vibrant with coral, with fish, with plants, with crabs, regular-sized crabs, human-sized crabs, uh, just in- individual uh, individual like dolphins surrounded by pods of fish swimming in harmony. It is beyond idyllic. As you sail deeper and deeper into Godwin Bay, you are in the presence of perhaps the most gorgeous and breathtaking sight you have ever witnessed, rivaling even the vistas of Turtle Bay. Jetta thinks out loud. I wonder how the druids back back home are doing. Just getting a little homesick because of nature. As your mind drifts back to home, you uh, it had its own beauty, not quite like this, but you know, hillsides, forests, uh, pockets of of water in between the trees. Uh, obviously, the main river that cut through all of Narenial. Your homeland was beautiful, but was always hindered by the presence of the wall, the inner tear. Um, and though that was all you knew until now, this is pushing your horizons even further. And Jetta, I think on some level, while you are wistful for home, an understanding washes over you that your home as it exists cannot offer the things you're seeing now to a point where I, I'm not going to tell you like, oh, you never want to go home because it's, you know, it's shitty, but like, 
you know that if you have to return home, to an extent, you would be sacrificing these kinds of things. And I don't think that really hit you until now. You've been so dumbstruck or swept up in the adventure that this is the first time you've been able to sit and absorb what's really going on out here. And this is a spectacle I wish to do that. That wall's going down. I want to show everyone stuff like this. I want everyone to be free and see this. I, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. I mean, we don't really know how or what'll be different, right? And this is the this is the first time in a while that we've had a sec to think about it. Uh, you guys don't have to discuss it, but you are about to can commune uh, with an entity that could bring the tears down, and you don't haven't really talked about how you're going to try to resolve the situation, how you're actually going to stop the Mage Lords, what's going on. You have maybe an hour before the Mage Lord fleet comes crashing into this beautiful place at Maven Jetta's prompting. Is that a conversation you guys think you should have or do you just want to continue and wing it as usual? I mean some amount of winging it is going to happen but I think just making our making the case that hey the major lords are have something cooking Emperor Kaiser is going to make another attempt balance is not going to stay if we just let the status quo be that's my that's my argument well, I mean, nothing is forever. Everything must be knocked off its axis occasionally. We needs do what must be done. Locke, you're in a unique position. You do not know where your family is. There have been uh, hypotheses about what'll happen when the tears go down. You don't know if one timeline is gonna take over all the others, like you saw in Arianor. You don't know if they'll coexist and maybe there's just something going on between them. You, you literally do not know cosmically how bringing the tears down will resolve the corruption of time that the Mage Lords started. You know, you wanna solve it, but if it comes down to any sort of choice, Serafina communicated to you that your family is likely still alive in their timeline, the one outside of the tears where you came from. Bringing the tears down, you have no idea if it will erase them from existence. I guess as Locke kind of reconciles that in his own mind, he's going to resign himself to the fact that even if it were possible to guarantee that our timelines would merge to the point that he could see his family again, he knows that they're never going to forgive him at this point with all the stuff that he's done with the fact that he even put them in the position where they were alone without him in the first place. I'd like you to so make think, two two rolls right now. Okay. The, the first is an insight check with a DC 10. That is a natural 20. Nice. And the second is a wisdom save of 15. That is a 16. Okay, so you get very choked up as you resign yourself to the mentality of, I am not lovable by my family, so I shouldn't be concerned with preserving them. This is not the first time in the last two days that you even had this thought. You were nervous to phone up Tony Lyons because you were like, oh, he's probably mad at me for leaving him in such a shitty spot. And he, he was so excited to talk to you and plan with you that as the intrusive thought of my family couldn't possibly love me floods your mind, the counterpoint of, well, I've had that thought and been proven wrong, comes to your mind too. I'm not saying that these resolve each other, but you hold these two truths in your mind at the same time. 
um, and you <laughs> uh, and you manage to hold back the tears to the point where unless someone's really scrutinizing you they can't see the war happening in your mind but as of right now you know that whatever decision you make could risk jeopardizing your family all over again um, I think Locke would kind of try to choke it down and just go <clears throat> uh, I think no matter what our own motivations are for wanting the tear to be eliminated, the right thing to do is to relinquish the Mage Lord's hold on the Badlands. They can't keep these people living the way they are. So I, I, I think we have to move forward with just dropping the wall, even if that means that we won't get what we want out of this deal. Whatever it takes, damn right. We must be willing to sacrifice everything for this goal to finally stick it to the Mage Lords. I will say that Jerry looks visibly uncomfortable uh, when you say that. Well, not you, Jerry. You, 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 can, you don't have to sacrifice anything. Yeah, he, he sort of, yeah, he sort of squirms a little bit in his, in his, you know, musculature. I almost said squirms in his skin, but not much of that left, so. Uh, he's, he's squirming, he's uncomfortable. You can tell, like, today has been sort of, like, his first moral reckoning, and he's, he's sort of struggling with it. Uh, you guys uh, sort of like sit in a somber silence as you consider the gravity of what you're about to do. Uh, if you even succeed in your plan, the lives of everybody on this world are still at stake. And with this in your mind, the first low rumble of ship fire overhead reaches the ship. And the Tide Pod is shaken and rattling. Nobody's knocked off kilter. But if, any, if anybody looks out of the ship and overhead, you can see that your plan went off without a hitch. The Mage Lords were successfully lured into this engagement and the Ghost Rider ships begin to swarm towards them, fighting off the Mage Lord infection that would damage this beautiful place. Uh, you're still maybe another 25 miles from the cave mouth, so there's some sailing left to do. Do you have any plans to alter course, to intervene, to do anything aside from sailing straight into this cave? Uh, my vote is no. I think we're just blitzing the cave, yeah. So we take an eight-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, so Jerry, uh, looking at all of you, just uh, just looks out the window and just goes, fuck it, we ball. And the ship continues to, to cruise forward after... Uh, another short while of underwater sail, a fleet of Ghost Rider ships emerge from the cave and join the fray, sailing straight over you, and you are able to pass them without being noticed. You have entered the great cave of Godwin Bay, with fleets at battle behind you and Black Tide on the way. As far as you know, nothing stands between you and the God of Balance and changing the world forever. Hello, Dice Populi listeners! It's Ryan Mossbarger, the player of everyone's favorite necromancer cult, 
And I wanted to very rudely interrupt this podcast to tell you that I'm spending all of January raising money for charity, specifically Doctors Without Borders and their mission to give medical aid to the people of Gaza. I have partnered with over 30 other creators, makers, and friends to raise as much money as possible, and we have put up a bunch of really cool rewards for donating. If you're interested, please check out the Tiltify that should be in the description of this episode. If it's not there, look for Run DMG on social media, and you'll find me and the link. I hope you have a great 2024, and I love you all. Bye. I here's the thing that when you said that and I didn't understand the size of a sperm whale I was like I'm gonna have to look up the damage threshold of the ship and the wood and 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 how much damage would it actually do and then I saw that sperm whales are 90,000 pounds and I was like (laughs) I I cannot conceive of an instance in which this would not utterly decimate the ship so I just kind of I just kind of took some artistic license with it, and I feel very confident in that. Um, I mean, yeah, was it? You said it was ninety tons, so I think a horse ni- uh, is about a ton, right? So that's ninety horses, ninety thousand pounds. So that'd be forty-five so tons. So it's like forty-five horses falling yeah. from the sky. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and I mean, just given how concentrated that is, and the fact that like it was polymorph you cast, right? Mm-hmm. So even if that did enough damage to kill you, which it fucking didn't, it would just knock you back into cult form. It's it's kind of fucked up when you really think about it. I, I, I'm i starting to think there aren't many situations in this game that can't be solved by exactly what you just did. Right. I guess we'll there have to is, see if D&D 1 fixes that. There is a weird spell combination you can do. There's like summon animal where you can summon a bunch of creatures of a, of a given level. And it mm-hmm. says you can summon them 60 feet from you and there's nothing that stipulates you can't cast it 60 feet in the air in the air yeah and cows are a half uh cr so you can i believe the idea is that you can airstrike a location with 60 or like a, a bunch of cows <laughs> falling like 60 feet which does a lot of damage <laughs> like, uh, hold on i'm gonna go respect my character in baldur's gate real quick <laughs>